NPR. This is the Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Adrian Ma here with Darian Woods. That's right. And Planet Money Dynamo Nick Fountain. So stoked to be here. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Indicators of the Week. <laughs> so Indicators of the Week, three of the most fascinating numbers that come up in the news. We explain them and tell you what it means. That's right. We're bringing you three snapshots of what's going on in today's global economy, all tied together with the theme of plastic. Zip-tied, shrink-wrapped, prepared, <laughs> fresh for you. On today's episode, we're going to look at how Walmart gift cards are being used to defraud people out of a lot of money. We'll consider the changing economics of the plastic business. And we look at a new effort to limit overdraft fees. It's Indicators of the Week! Indicators of the Week! This message comes from NPR sponsor, Babson College. Discover Babson College's Master of Science and Management in Entrepreneurial Leadership Program, an intensive nine-month journey that equips recent college graduates with practical skills for today's dynamic business landscape. Tackle real-world challenges and emerge with a problem-solving mindset. Whether you choose to start your own business or innovate within a corporation, a master's from Babson will help launch your career forward. Apply today at babson.edu slash msleader. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. That's 3% on products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Okay, first up in our plastics-themed indicators of the week, Nick Fountain, what do you have? Right, so this one comes to us from the folks over at the investigative outlet ProPublica, who looked into just how much fraudsters have been using Walmart for their scams. Craig Silverman was one of the reporters on the story, along with Peter Elkind. And asked Craig, how big of a problem is this? More than a billion dollars in fraud proceeds have flowed through Walmart's financial products over a 10-year period. A billion dollars. A billion dollars. More than a billion. And that does seem like a lower estimate in some ways because, of course, lots of people don't get caught. So, yeah, that is my indicator. More than a billion dollars. That guy so there's a large amount of money, but uh, what's the link to plastic? I mean, I know there's a lot of plastic stuff in Walmart, but where are you going? Craig says scammers use Walmart in a few ways. One, they use Walmart's money transfer system, and they also use prepaid debit cards. But the other one that is, you know, still pretty prevalent today uh, is gift cards. Plastic debit cards, plastic gift cards. And this is the way the gift card scam works. Craig found this court case where a ring of professional scammers would get victims on the phone. They would scare them in some way, you know, uh, we're calling from the IRS. You need to get this money right away or you're going to jail. Your relative is going to jail, et cetera, et cetera. That is, if you do not go to Walmart right now and buy thousands of dollars in Walmart gift cards. It seems weird that a government agency would demand you go to Walmart. I mean, is that not a red flag? <laughs> Unfortunately, it seems like people do fall for these. And when they do, at that point, the scammers ask the victim to send them the gift card serial numbers and pins. 
The scammer then passes those to a partner or a middleman, and those end up getting passed on to a person who is literally sitting waiting in a Walmart parking lot somewhere in the United States. They take the gift card codes and PIN. They walk into Walmart. They grab other gift cards. And that basically means, you know, the chain of custody has kind of been really confused. It's been laundered. And now that person can't get their money back because the gift card was used to buy another gift card. Now, we should say we reached out to Walmart and they told us Craig's story, quote, ignores Walmart's extensive history of improving our efforts to fight the fraudsters who constantly change their tactics. Uh, And Craig says to their credit, Walmart has finally stopped allowing people to buy gift cards with their Walmart gift cards, though he does note that they really dragged their feet on that one. They did it years after their competitors did it. And he said experts he talked to say there's a bunch of other things that Walmart could be doing to stop fraud, some technical, some just in training, you know, better teaching Walmart associates the anti-money laundering checks they should be doing. Okay, so the plastic and gift cards now going to plastic writ large. Adrian. So my indicator for the week is 2,000 dump trucks. That is how many dump trucks full of plastic are dumped into our oceans and waterways every day. It's a lot of plastic, and I don't feel good about the, the, the wildlife feeding that, the, the birds or the, the fishes. doesn't sound good at all. I was thinking about this statistic today because of a story that I read this week in the Financial Times about the plastic industry. And the Financial Times reports that a few years ago, Recycled plastics used to be cheaper than newly produced plastics, what are called virgin plastics. But now the situation is reversed. And there are a few reasons for this. During the pandemic, there was a a buildup of plastic manufacturing around the globe, especially from the U.S. and China. And when you combine that with the slowdown in parts of the global economy, the result is a glut of this newer plastic. And as a result, it's a lot cheaper to buy that newer plastic compared to the recycled stuff. And this sort of poses an environmental issue, right? Recycling plastic, while not a perfect solution, is at least supposed to help with our plastic waste problem. But here, the economics are not helping, right? Because companies don't necessarily want to use recycled plastic because they might have to pass that more expensive cost onto their customers. If we really want to see a large-scale reduction in plastic waste, it has to come from some systemic change. You know, we're not going to do it with like plastic bag bands and, you know, metal straws. All right. Well, uh, thank you for that bummer of a story, Adrian. Darian, you're, you got you're some welcome. uplifting news for us? I do, actually. $150. That is how much money that the uh, Consumer Finance Protection Bureau estimates that you might save every year if you're a part of a household that pays overdraft fees. Woo. Amazing. I used to pay them a lot when I was a teenager, that's for sure. You were one of these households? And no shame if you are, because 23 million households in the U.S. are in the same boat. Uh, And these fees, if you've had them, you know that they sting. They're they're, they're typically around $35. It's this fee when you run out of money on your plastic debit card, when you're just trying to buy like a, you know, like a $12 salad or or a sandwich. And to be clear, the overdraft fee isn't even the interest you are paying on what is effectively a loan on top of that, right? Yeah, exactly. And the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the CFPB, says that the majority of overdrafts are for less than a $20 purchase, and they're repaid within three days. So from the bank's perspective, this is pretty good. 
But look, they may have made sense back in the day when a physical paper check might have bounced and some bank officer somewhere might have had to stamp something and physically send some paper from place to place. You know, nowadays it's all automated. It costs the bank nearly nothing to cover you for a few days. The director of the CFPB calls this, quote, a massive junk fee harvesting machine. What's the CFPB saying they're going to do about it? So they've made a proposed rule to limit overdraft fees to close to what they think might actually cost banks, somewhere between $3 or $14, depending on your bank. Yeah, okay. I mean, 14 is lower than 35 I guess. Yeah, I'll take it. And the rule would also force banks to disclose more information about the fees to consumers. Now, the banking sector, as you can imagine, is not happy about this proposed rule. The American Bankers Association says the CFPB is attempting to demonize bank fees. What was it? Was it the calling them a massive junk feed harvesting (laughs) machine that tipped them off? Yeah, yeah. I know. It just went a bit too far, maybe with the poetic words. (laughs) And they were saying, look, recognize the work we've already done to cut bank fees. And they also said that in a recent survey by Morning Consult, eight in 10 bank customers who have recently paid an overdraft fee were glad the bank covered the transaction rather than declining it. And they also say that the CFPB doesn't have the legal authority to make this fee cap. So if this goes through, uh, this is my good news segment uh, for bank customers. It's too bad you can't just, like, sell your debit cards for cash. I feel like they would be worth something right now. I'll buy your plastic debit card for cash for the right price. But as long as you give me the pin, right? This episode was produced by Cooper Katz-McKim with engineering by Valentino Rodriguez-Sanchez and fact-checked by Angel Carreras. Patty Hirsch edited this episode and the indicators of production of NPR. What does it mean to be Black in America? In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as Black experiences, you'll hear, it means everything. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcast. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Humana. Your employees are more than your coworkers. They're the heartbeat of your business. That's why Humana offers modern group benefits designed to protect employees and their families with dental, vision, life, and disability coverage. Humana knows every employee and every business is unique. That's why they listen to your needs and build plans with you and your team in mind. That's the power of human care. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com NPR.